Hello. We are here with boy, oh boy, conversations with Gray and JC. Grayson. JC. This is unique circumstances. Incredibly unique. Well, for one, these are not our usual microphones. This is not our usual location. No. Well, for me, it was for a period of time. Yeah. Um, but never in person before. No. We're recording live from the JC's parents' home studio um, slash TV room. How do you feel about the Madonna cardboard cutout right next to you? Beautiful. Is that what you think when you see Madonna? No. Oh. Yeah. What are your real thoughts? It's a very confusing expression. She's trying to look cool. Tough. The Madonna and the Not cardboard succeeding. cutout. Not succeeding. No. I look at that woman and I see success. I see, I see, oh my goodness, she is so tough. Well, to each their own, to I suppose. Their, okay, well, look across the room that we're in to the other corner and look at that cardboard cutout and tell me what you think. Wait, uh, is that one? Opposite corner. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like that one. Who is that? You know, I think I know. Yeah, yeah. Who would you suppose? But I, but I would really hate to be wrong. But if you were wrong, who, who cares? Um, I want to hear the prediction. Who well, is the cardboard cutout across from Madonna? Pure conjecture. Okay. This is mostly, you know, throwing it out there. James Cola. That would be my father. Yeah. That is my father. It was from his 50th birthday a couple years ago. That's a very good cutout. That's just a cardboard cutout. I really appreciate that the chain that he's wearing in the image for the cardboard cutout is also wrapped around the, the cardboard cutout. The real life cutout. one that was in the photo is now on the cardboard cutout. Right. Yes. That's a nice touch. That is something I think everyone can appreciate. Of course. Of course, of course. Well, Grayson, we are here. Unusual circumstances, but it's for a good reason, I feel like. Perhaps. Last week, it was also unusual circumstances because we didn't have our usual recording set up. Similar to this week, but we were in the humble home studios of your apartment, this right? This is true. And so uh, all went well there. You know, we were able to get everything done. Bim and W, our friends over at the BMW podcast, a, a podcast that used to exist. The defunct. The defunct BMW podcast. Um, they had just flown into town into Austin, Texas, and we had spent the day hanging out with them. And so it was a whole to-do to get this podcast recorded. Truly. Truly. You would think we would learn our lesson after not planning ahead for that. You would think... At least you'd learn the lesson for the next week. You know, like we wouldn't be showing. Right. So, uh, woefully short, inept. Woefully inept is one way to phrase it, and probably the most accurate way to phrase it. But also, just like, is, is short-minded a word? Like, what, what is it, it when you can be. when you can hold things in your mind for only a certain period of time? I, I would say short-sighted. Short-sighted. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, we fucked up last week, and we just chose to do it again this week. Because um, we are now recording from, again, my parents' house in San Antonio, Texas. On voice memo. On voice memo. Because I, I, we went on an Arizona trip. We just drove home from Arizona trip. We're tired people. And I want to clarify, JC drove home from Arizona trip. JC did drive the 15 plus hours. He doesn't hours. trust me in driving, guys. Listen, guys. He I also trust me. enjoy it. But also, too... When when the, the, the proposition is, JC, here's your time to sleep while the brand new driver drives your mom's vehicle, is a little scary, you know? I would have done great. I'm sure you would have, but I would rather myself get into an accident than someone else that in that vehicle. respectable. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And also, too, I enjoy the driving. I'd rather... Because at no point was I really ever that tired either on the drive. Because mm. we drove from Flagstaff, Arizona, to San Antonio, Texas, again, all today. 
Um, and you might wonder, you are two boys who live in Austin, Texas. Why did you drive to San Antonio? Well, dear listeners. For IHOP. Well, for IHOP, but more importantly, to get our dear sweet Steven home so it's safe. You know? I don't know. I could have happily taken Steven to Austin with us and if just not for IHOP. Captured him, you mean? Yeah. Held him hostage. Or at least said to him, okay, we've taken you this far. Find your own way out. home. And you know he never would. No. You know he would just give up. His new life would be in Austin. Yeah. Never see his parents again. Absolutely not. Yeah. That'd be really tough. Truly. That'd be very... And then he wouldn't even, like, hold a grudge against us either. He'd probably be like, oh... This is how it is? Yeah. These are the people now. And so I can respect that. Um, We do have some Steven content, as we usually do, but... Very common. We probably will not get to it this week, because, guys, we started Arizona Trip literally last Friday. Now we are a whole week later. Yeah. Yeah. So like eight days in total has been Arizona trip, Mm -hmm. right? It started last Friday. We are now on this Friday and all the Steven content literally comes from the past hour. Okay. And it is the most infuriating thing you could possibly hear, experience, whatever. But we will save you that. If you want an infuriating Steven story, go back two episodes. Okay. It's there waiting for you. So Grayson. Mm-hmm. We need to talk about the Arizona trip at large. We need to talk about what we did, what we accomplished. Because last year we went on New York trip around New Year's with our, our dear sweet friends, Bim and W, Steven and Hans, right? So true. And we recorded our recap of the New York trip in the car while Hans drove. This time there was no Hans to drive us. No Hans. Um, as he was busy living in Arizona. But we... Um, still need to do a recap this you know is true. even if we're not in the back of a vehicle it still needs to be done i feel like there's shockingly enough more things to go over with this one than new york trip i do who it was definitely i maybe you're right each day was kind of packed but also each day in new york was packed yeah explain to me why you think there's more to talk about with arizona maybe it's just like a recency bias type of thing uh-huh but quite honestly i feel like there was more days of more things yeah, and also there was, because last time you joined midway through the road trip. This is this true. This time you were here from the jump. You were here from the minute one to minute end. So true. That's how it's phrased, I think, usually. Technically, I'm the last person on the trip. I mean, in the in some sense, yes. Because I am technically one in one of my homes. Home. You are correct. You are not home. Um, we hope BM&W are home, but we have no confirmation. I'm sure they'll get back to us. The only people we know for sure are home is Hans. Because he sent us confirmation. Okay, yes. And Steven, we're at least sure, is in his garage. Okay. We know he made it that far. <laughs> yeah. He didn't make it that far with all of his belongings, but he made it that far. He did. He did. He, well, and also not all his belongings. Some of those are still with us. But it is what it is. Grayson, we began Arizona trip last Friday with BMNW. We recapped what we did that Friday last week on the episode. I was very tired. I, you know what's weird? Is that last week after I woke up late and had only been up for like eight hours and we recorded the podcast, I was way more tired then than I am now after having got three hours of sleep last night and then proceeding to drive 15 hours straight. Humans are weird. A little weird. A little weird. But I'm just riding the high. Of being done. Of being done. And also, Steven at Buffalo Wild Wings. But again, we won't get to that. No. We won't get to that. That could be an entire episode on its own. I think the share segment, Uh just to give a little teaser, the share segment alone Uh could stretch 
it who really knows could. how long. We could do a whole special. We could do a boy, oh boy, oh boy on just the drive back with Steven. We really could. We could. Maybe we have to get him on for that so he has his side. We'll have to see how much we get done in this coming week. <laughs> We're really strapped for uh, topic ideas. We, <laughs> we'll have a three this, visit. This Steven special. You're so right. You're so right. But we began uh, Arizona trip with them coming in. We, we hung out in Austin, and that very next day, we, we booked our, our ways down to to San Antonio, where we are now recording. Really, things just come full circle. Guys, who isn't hanging out in San Antonio on their vacations, you know? So who, true. Who, for who is the Alamo and Six Flags not, like, the, the ideal marquee? destination? Exactly, exactly. So this is why BMW agreed the Arizona trip was for just the, 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 the half a day spent in San Antonio. Completely worth it, I'm sure. Absolutely, absolutely. But this was New Year's Day. No, sorry, New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm, That mm -hmm. Saturday, we drove down to San Antonio, and we did it to pick up Steven. And by the way, first shocking part of Arizona trip, Steven was ready for us, waiting outside his house with two small bags, everything we could have possibly asked for and more, which... He was was not only incredibly efficiently packed... He had also managed to pack his gifts and board games within the confines. It was insane. It was wonderful. Multiple board games. And, like, to be clear, we did not expect Steven to be ready, and we certainly didn't expect Steven to be efficiently packed. Like, follow the rules we set. Right. (laughs) So on every level, it was shocking. Uh Uh-huh. But kudos to Steven. Kudos to Steven. Granted, it did leave him without a real winter jacket or boots for the very snowy weather we were entering, but... We fixed That's those problems. That's what Walmart's for. That is what a Walmart is for. You were so right. But from Steven, we moved on. We had so many destinations to go to. So many destinations, which I believe began with... The parking garage. The... the in downtown oh, San Antonio. shit. Did we go straight downtown when we picked up Steven? I believe we did. There's no way we did. Really? I think so. Did we get something to eat first? Would it have if it was a relevant thing that we ate? I think we would remember it. Wouldn't maybe we? not. Maybe not. I think we just yeah we went straight to downtown San Antonio because obviously when you're when in San Antonio when in San Antonio you got to see the Alamo. So true. You got to see the Alamo especially during their operating hours before five thirty, so you could enter the backyard that has a museum under construction. You know, it's, <laughs> it's really. I mean, I don't. I don't mean to, to speak. Um, out of turn, out of school, whatever the phrase is that I routinely mess up on this podcast. But the the island was always a beautiful, glorious place to visit. But we really, like, there's so much construction happening around it right now. A shocking amount. An unbelievable amount. Like, immediately in front, immediately behind, and across the street, there is construction surrounding the Alamo. It would be one thing if the construction was exclusively to expand the Alamo. But uh-huh. most of it is tearing down stuff that's already there. Yes, but bad stuff that's there. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So we, we went there, okay? We parked in this parking garage that said park in big old fancy letters because our usual spot for parking, well, it was jammed and full. And we didn't want to create a mess and accident and traffic, you know? And so we found a new one. We should have just taken the accident. We should, we should have eaten the red, the red Prius is on its last legs. I'm getting a new car soon enough. We could have just eaten a, you know. A quick little action. Yeah, a, a, what's it called? A, a bumper? A, 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 a fender bender? Fender bender. Not a bumper breaker. 
but you know maybe we could introduce that bring it into the vernacular a bumper i feel like a bumper breaker is more like if you hit a curb and then your bumper falls off you know i was thinking bumper cars Ooh, but i don't know like do you then have to break the bumper car for it to be a bumper breaker i would imagine yeah that seems a little bit more excessive than yeah a little bit yeah a little bit well either way grayson we should have demolished the prius is the point okay um, just completely wrecked it to get into this usual Honestly, parking garage. Honestly, we should have just blown it up rather than parking it. It would have been more cost efficient. It truly would have been. <laughs> because our usual parking spot is usually 10 to $15 for a day of parking. Um, the new one that we did um, as our second resort. Um, it, can that work? Can the phrase resort be used for a second? Because so. you have a last resort. Right. It's similar a- to Dick's last resort, which you chose not to eat at. Um because then, is there a first resort? Because... Our first resort was the... Yeah, I guess so. The first resort was the mall like, parking lot. you resort to something as an alternative. So Shit. a first alternative... To blowing up the Prius. Of course. Was going yes. to River Center Mall. This all makes sense now. It was crowded. Our second resort... Was the park. fancy Whataburger parking. Yes. Of course. And that one was a grand total of $35. They exclusively sold parking tickets as a 24-hour pass... They didn't do it by the hour. Just stupid. Just stupid. But what's good is we had five people with us. $35 split five ways. Not the end of the world, right? So true. Not the end of the world. We were able to make it down to the Riverwalk. We went to Rainforest Cafe. Despite, I think, was it Steven's wishes? Because Steven really wanted to go to that Dick's place. He really did. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Dick's the place where like you, you sit down and eat and the waiters and waitresses are mean to you. It just does not sound pleasant. I was picked on... Um, because I approached the waitress at Dick's Last Resort to make a reservation just to see who would send us a, a, a confirmation quicker, Rainforest or them. Um, and I believe I frustrated the woman so much, Stephen said she broke character. Um, do you remember this, Grayson? No. Oh, I routinely misheard her um, about the time of our wait. And she was getting very fed up with me. And that's very funny. It's, no, it's not, guys. I have a hearing problem. This is ableist, I think, personally. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. It must we didn't be. eat there, though, so like it all worked out. It does kind of work out. It does kind of work out. We ate at Rainforest Cafe because, of course, we did. Where else would you eat when you're at the Alamo? And We <laughs> I mean, got appetizers. Was, what else was there to say about the Alamo? It's, it's the Alamo. It's always just a beautiful, glorious Truly. adventure. The milkman was there this time. There was a milkman there. The milkman. The milkman. Who sells popsicles. Yes, not milk. For the price of $3 or a watch. And Stephen and I found a Alamo gift shop going out of business that had all their merchandise on clearance. But I think we had gotten there like really near the end of their days. So everything was bottom of the barrel, you know? Like the worst of the worst was left. That's a real shame. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was. There's no getting around how much of a shame it was, Grayson. And so... Um, any any additional commentary about Rainforest Cafe, the Alamo, our experience downtown at the Riverwalk? The Riverwalk didn't smell as bad as it normally does. That's good. It was Maybe. actually downright pleasant. It was. The weather wasn't oppressively hot that day. Mm-hmm. It wasn't miserably cold. It kind of fluctuated between the two a little bit. Um I was well. Maybe that was just me because I was wearing three corduroys around my waist. Yeah, I think so that's what you think. My hips were a little sweaty. Um, but after that, Grayson, it all worked out quite well. Um, I believe Bim and Chargol got rated on how good of kissers they are or how kissable they are. How kissable. Is that what it was? Did Hans also do it? 
No. Hans was in another state. Yeah. I miss Hans. <laughs> I miss Hans. Hans wasn't there. They did the kissable test, and I believe um, Bim got warm. Okay. Which was like a four th- out of ten or yeah, something that, like that. If that. If that. I think there was definitely more than ten, but uh-huh. hers was like the fourth one up. Yes. And uh, Chargo got cool, which mm-hmm. was a step down from warm. Like cold. Like dead fish. No, I think like, that was oh, the easy. Oh, dead fish was second. Like, mm, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. So she was above dead fish and cold. Yes. I mean, Not that's... quite as good as warm. No. No, no, no. But that's still, that's a step in the right direction. Um, getting there. Getting there. Getting there. Steven, what did he, Steven went in there to get ice cream and then decided he didn't want it because a lady was mean to him. And then we left. Yes. Then we left. We got our. How was the lady mean to him? She was rude because he went to the, so you know when you line up for something, like at a restaurant or an ice cream shop and you're mm-hmm. waiting in line, you usually get to the back of the line. Steven thought the front of the line was the back of the line and was standing there for just a period. And I, I was with him, you know, I can't put this all on Steven. We were both standing there at the front of the line while this lady served everyone else. And then when she looked at Steven, I guess she was rude in telling him where the back of the line was. Mm. Do you hear Hanalei? I did. Hanalei's right outside that door. She knows we're here. Where does that door go? She's listening. That door goes to the living room where the Christmas tree is. Your house is confusing me. It's just a, it's a house. There's not much to it. Guys, I didn't know the room that I'm currently in existed. You thought our house was shaped like a, like a staircase? Like a, like, you know, a stair in Minecraft? Well, I kind of figured there had to be something back here. Uh Uh-huh, like maybe a boiler room. Yeah, or like a laundry room or Uh like a large pantry. No. Nope, nope. This is the TV room where Madonna and James Cola are. Yeah, no, I I see it now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of posters of Eddie Vedder. You can't you can't forget those, Grayson. Okay. I suppose I can't. You cannot. So, um, we went from downtown, I believe, from there to Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. That sounds about right. And in our cars, Grayson, one of our dear friends is actually a former employee of Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. And when you're an employee at Six Flags Fiesta, Texas... You get not only free admission, but also... Free parking. That's right. So, every time we've gone with this friend, who we will not name, of course... No, that'd be ridiculous. We couldn't violate his trust. We're not going to throw their trust an individual under the bus like that. His or her trust away like that. Mm-mm. Um, but we... Normally, when we go with Steven, he's able to show the... <laughs> the parking lot people his employee ID. And we just get straight in, right? And so they never really check it. They don't just like, care. Oh, you got an employee? Because who cares? Yeah, they're like, okay, free parking, go in, whatever. You got an employee with you, right? And so this time we're like, oh, Steven, you're not an employee, but you still have your ID. We'll just flash it, get in. Well, this was the one time the lady wanted to be just really, really on top of things. The only time they've ever checked. Ever. Ever. We've been a lot of times now with So Steven. many. Mind you, all the previous times, Steven has been an employee, so it would have worked if they did check. Uh-huh. First time we try, he's not an employee, they check. And it did not work. Of course it didn't. It did not. Not and at all. So we had to pay for parking. Well, before we say we've had to pay for parking, uh-huh. I just want to be clear. Let's say you are trying to pull this con, this little charade that we were pulling. Uh-huh. And you get called out on it, like your thing isn't scanning. Would, you know, perhaps, JC, would you, if you were in the situation of this hypothetical unnamed friend, yeah, would you, A, 
say, oh, that's odd. Could you perhaps rescan it or try it again? Or would you go with option B of, okay, I'll pay. Okay, so listen, Grayson. Listen. Uh-huh. Listen, listen, listen. Uh, hypothetically. Yeah. Let's say I were an employee at Six Flags, mm-hmm. okay? And I went to the, the, the parking lady and I showed her my ID and she scanned it and it didn't work. And you know what I'd say? I'd be like, well, I'm an employee. So I'm not paying for parking. I'm, a, I'm an employee, right? Yeah. Like, this is my ID. I work here. I, hello, like, you can look me up in the system, right? Mm-hmm. And odds are, they're not going to fucking look me up in the system. But even if they do, I'm an employee. I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. So I would try to carry that over into me lying about being an employee, right? right. I'd try to act the exact same way. And kudos to our friend, because I do believe he acted the same he would as if he were still an employee. This is true. <laughs> so, really, honestly, props to our friend who we will not name. Um, because our friend did just give in after the slightest bit of resistance. Just to me. And admit to the fact, essentially admit to the fact that, no, I'm lying. I'm not an employee here. Oh. And you know what? Paying is not a big deal. Because we got the tickets to Six Flags for free, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, what, what is a big deal is that we've just paid $70 in parking within 60 minutes. So much on so, parking. So goddamn much. But it's okay, because we got to have a wonderful time at Six Flags, didn't we? It was pretty good. Tristan was there. The Joker was there. I lost at the pirate ride. You 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 got killed. By, I, this was the first time I beat you at the pirate ride. It's true. And I have to thank Bim for that, you know? Because she murdered both of us is the thing. It was so sad. Um, my favorite part of the pirate ride is when we had Steven and Chargo go on one cart together. And then, you know, the three of us, me, you, and Bim would go on the other. Mm-hmm. Um, the man in front of Chargo and Steven looked so happy to be there. Thrilled. And I, I believe I pointed it out to you. I said, oh my god, the guy in front of them looks so enthusiastic. He was truly just beaming. When we got off the ride, you know, because they went first, when us three got off the ride and we met back up with Chargo and Steven, they both had scored under 200 points, I believe. Compared to this man's, in total, over 2,000. Because he was dual-wielding the two front pistols and got a thousand on each of them. Leaving Chargill and Steven with mere scraps of the pirate slash Scooby-Doo ride. Which is tough. Truly. Very, very tough. But we also we went on the Joker ride, which is like the little arm that spins you in the air. It goes it really crazy. It kept breaking down before we got on. It broke down multiple times before we got on. Several. And then it broke down once we were on it, too. Um... And they had to and remove we had to us. Get off. And, and then, then we got on it again. And then we got on. And then it was just the most intense ride of it I've ever had. It was fun. It was great. Um, I liked, too, the part where um, we were walking on the boardwalk. And you, Bim, and Steven decided, we're going to just sit down in rocking chairs. And Chargill, and there were only three walk- rocking chairs available. So Chargill and I are left standing. And we feel like fools. And I say, Chargill, let's keep on going. Screw them. You know? Uh-huh. And then as we are going to walk to leave you guys, we realize, oh my gosh, the ride five feet away from us has no line. Let's go on it. And this ride, Grayson, is called the Ring of Fire, I believe. And it's terrifying ride. literally just a red circle with a roller coaster cart that just goes in circles over and over again, upside down in the same circle. Is that an accurate description? It was a little bit convoluted, but yeah. 
circle that spins. Is that better? Circle vertical. So you're doing loops. Yes. One big loop. One big loop over and over again. Yeah. Is what it is. And earlier, Chargill and I had seen this ride, and we looked at each other and said, that looks horrible. But now when the opportunity presents itself, why not? You know, How our friends have just abandoned us for rocking chairs. And so we get on it. And immediately across from us are these two preteen girls. And the moment I strap myself in, the one right in front of me looks to her friend and says, I know I'm going to puke on this ride. And you are facing each other. Like, it's the two seats are like, it, it's, uh, the, I don't know how to better explain it, except you are facing the person immediately in front of you. You are in, this in car. the direct line of fire. If there's vomit, it's on me. There's no way around it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that was a little worrisome. And then... This quick little ride we were going to do just because you guys were sitting in chairs as like a little bit. This quick little ride we were going to do um, turned into a really long ride that we were going to do. As it took like 10 minutes for us to ride, get the ride to actually start. As there was a man who didn't speak English on the ride um, who needed to get off. But none of the employees spoke Spanish. Um, this man's native tongue, you see, in San Antonio, Texas. None of the employees spoke Spanish. Um, and so there's just a long, really difficult conversation and interaction between these people trying to get this large, bald man who doesn't speak English off the ride. And eventually they did. And all was well. No barf on me. Are you proud? So very. Thank you. But I must inform you, JC, that we did not abandon you for three rocking chairs. What? We abandoned you for two rocking chairs. There was only two. It was no. myself and Bim who sat down. No. And Steven also abandoned us at the rocking chairs. Steven went on an adventure for something to drink. <laughs> and wandered his way into the employee, like, break room area. Like, the employee back room. To use a vending machine mm-hmm. to get a Powerade that he didn't even want. Uh-huh. Weird that Steven would know how, how to access and where to go for the employee... Um, meeting room. Um. But not to get us parking. Mm-mm. Huh. Uh, but also not to expose who our friend the is. Hypothetical friend. No, no, no. no, no that's unrelated friend. to... No, that's very unrelated. Because yeah. Steven, of course, worked at Six Flags. That's obvious. Yeah. He was a fun, malicious guy, you know? So true. And so, Steven, when we got off the ride, Steven did have a drink. He had a grape Powerade, and it was disgusting. We were so concerned as to, like, why Steven would say... I don't remember exactly what he said he was planning on doing. It was, like, get a cup of water or something like that. Uh-huh. Something real simple. Or to get, like, the $4, um, like, refill cups. Because, mm-hmm. well, it was the last day of the season. They needed to get rid of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he he said something that was go- should have taken any rational person... Three to five minutes to go complete come back. Of course. That should have been the beginning. He was gone a solid 10, 15 minutes. He was gone almost up until you got back from the ride with the absurd, like, span of time that it took for you to do that. <laughs> That's really impressive. We didn't even notice that Steven was gone. That's... It took so long for him to complete this. It was absurd. And for him to return then... With not the cup he planned on getting, but instead a random Powerade. That tasted horrible. Truly marvelous. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I certainly think so. Well, Grayson, we go. Oh, also, uh-huh. while Bim and I were sitting on the rocking chairs, a random child just wandered into the area, because there were, like, claw machines in front, mm-hmm. wandered into the area, and then we lost sight of him. We have no idea what happened to this child. No. this is You guys were responsible for watching him. What did you do? nothing that's horrible 
I can't believe you would do that to the child. There was a father who came by with a toddler, but I don't think it was the same toddler. That's messed up. So I think up. it was an unrelated toddler. And that is so messed up, Grayson. I'm so happy. I finally feel feel like actual tiredness kicking in. Something I did not want last week on the podcast, but now is quite valuable. As we do need to be asleep pretty soon after recording this. This is true. Also, I don't know if you've realized this, JC. We're 28 minutes in, and we've done one day. I know. Okay. We're not even done with the day no, one. we really are We still have to go to my house again for our New Year's celebration, where apparently my sweet little niece, Kaylin, <laughs> told Bim that her brother's a dick. Um... Which I, I didn't know that that word was in little six-year-old's Kaylin's vocabulary, vocabulary yeah. but it is apparently that she calls her brother Jaden a dick. So that's cool. Truly remarkable. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I still got to tell my mom about that. <laughs> She'll love that story. Um, and I had but, great food. Yeah, Your grandma, grandma made food. It was, it was really wonderful. Love that lemon chicken. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was reunited. The grandma-grandpa. My parents met everybody. Grandpa made fun of Chargol. Grandpa was really rude to Chargol. Um, Called Bim sick in the head, I believe. Honestly, he didn't make fun of me that much. That's good. It was a generally positive experience between Grandpa. See? Then you got to work on this. You got to capitalize on this because tomorrow morning... We're going to IHOP with Grandpa. I'm very concerned about this. It always seems worse when he doesn't have the rest of the friend group mm-hmm. to pick on. Mm-hmm. Like, when the rest of the friends are there, I seem better by comparison, mm-hmm. you know? That's why we needed Steven with us, but Steven declined the invitation to IHOP. Truly messed up. Real messed up. And so, I, I you know, New Year's was great. We did some fireworks on the sport court outside my house, all that kind of stuff. It was fireworks a fun old time. Marvelous. And we all went to sleep, like... Your nephew um, recorded himself falling down. <laughs> Guys, okay. So we would go to the edge. Guys, a sport court. The sport Guys. court in front of my house is just a slab of concrete. A big old slab of concrete outside my house that exists for really no reason at this point. But it's really useful for setting off explosives, I guess. And so we have these fireworks. And we would do them on the edge of the sport court and then run backwards to get away to make sure we don't get burnt, mm-hmm. right? And they would launch up into the sky and occasionally hit the Prius. Nail the Prius. Like, <laughs> I couldn't have aimed better at hitting the Prius, you know? With intent, I could have never done it. But it found its way and smacked into the little red Prius. Oh. It's tough. But, Grayson, but, 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 we were setting off these fireworks. And my nephew, Jaden, he's too young to really be setting them off himself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but he was like around us and, and trying to run back with us as we were setting them off, right? And he did. He was trying to film one of the fireworks going off as we set it off. <laughs> the, the boy was filming the fireworks while running backwards. <laughs> it just shipped right over the basketball hoop and just <laughs> fell while recording and came so close to smashing his little head into the concrete. But thank God the basketball hoop is off the ground, and he avoided that fate. It was a pretty nasty fall, though, and he was very brave about it. Very, very brave about it. Kaylin would not have been so brave, you know? She just wouldn't have. She would have cried and panicked and not said anything for the rest of the night. She would have been embarrassed. Aww. You know? Yeah. For She's sure. very easily embarrassed, is Kaylin. You can't make fun of her, okay? She'll be bad. She'll I be mean, mad. I wasn't planning on it. You were planning on it. I know you were. Yeah, you caught me. I know. So New Year's was a great old time. We banged pots and pans while 
everyone failed to do an actual countdown to New Year's. Really struggled with that part. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it it all worked out, Great the Grey. Truly. It all worked out. And I, I will let you take the next day. What happened then? I think that was the day that we drove. We did. That is the day we drove from San Antonio to Chandler, Arizona. That's the one. That's the one because we were going to see Hans. Hans. Oh my gosh. And we were going to spend the night with his family, eat dinner with his family. And by family, because Hans does have a sibling at least, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we did not meet the sibling. No. You may have met him in the past. I have. I did not meet him on this occasion. No. Um, a recluse? Question mark? Beats Hans' me. brother? I guess so. I met him when he was like nine. Okay. And he couldn't even bother to say hello, Grayson. No. That's so rude. That's so rude. But his parents are so hospitable, Hans is. Truly And lovely. his dad is, he looks like Hans. Yeah. He, just Hans. Because mm-hmm. his dad is remarkably young looking. This is true. And I don't know how old he is. But I would bet he looks at least 15 years younger than he actually is, you know? He's quite a spry-looking man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Hans, I, I imagine, is can only hope for these genetics to carry down, to be passed down to him, you Truly. know? Truly. And we played Scrabble that night. I do remember that. We did. Nothing too remarkable about the drive. Aside from, listen, the day before on New Year's Eve, we did grocery shopping. For the trip, for the road trip, right? Mm-hmm. And part of grocery shopping is at one point, we were all like kind of together, like nearing checkout with our full cart. And Pim had a had a, a little, what is it? Like one of those hand baskets, I think, right? And she had the little hand basket, or maybe she just had stuff in our cart. I think she was just holding. Maybe, maybe she was just holding it. Because she had put the stuff into the main like group cart and then picked it up. Okay, the point is, Bim had been getting her own stuff because her parents had been like, hey, Bim. We want stuff from H-E-B in Texas because we used to live in Texas. So bring it back for us, okay? So when Bim is, like, pulling all her stuff out of the shopping cart at the end, we're like, okay, um, we're all going to split it. Like, Bim, no, like, leave your stuff in the cart. We're going to split it however many ways, right? We're going to split it six, five ways. However many people we had. Five at that time. And then Bim looked at us and was like, well, I don't want to pay for food I'm not going to eat. And then she just, like, scurried off to go pay with just... The most attitude I've ever seen in the world. And then there's in that moment we decided, okay, well then Bim's not eating our food, right? Mm-hmm. And and Bim was on the same page. Bim was very uh, on board with that, right? She she wanted to, she one, she wanted a reason not to eat the snacks, she said. And two, she didn't want to have to pay for the snacks. So that's fair, right? Establishing boundaries, a firm boundary. Um, but then, Grayson, we get to the next day and we're driving up to Arizona and we stop off in El Paso at a gas station because we have to fill up gas. It's a car, you know? That's how they work. That's how they get places from point A to point B or point A to point Z. Right? I mean, I guess. What is the phrase usually? Point A, a to point to B? B? From A to B. From point A to point B. Yeah, that. Um, so we needed fuel to get from point A to point B. Why would it be A to Z? From point A to point Z. What happened to points B through Y? Well, those are, like, scattered throughout. You know, like, one could be Fort Stockton. The other could be Bernie. One could be meeting Grandpa to get Uncle Anthony's gifts. You know, like, there's a whole lot of other points that you really 
could include if you're so inclined. But why would you be... In, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. We're I'll in El Paso, up. filling up fuel to get from <laughs> our point to point. And um, at one point, it's a single stall, the restroom. Everyone needs to use the restroom at this, this, at this gas station, except for Bim. The door was stuck, actually, when mm-hmm. we got there. But everyone except for Bim needed to use the restroom. And it was a whole to-do because the door was locked. There were strangers wanting to use it. It was one at a time. It took a long time. Uh-huh. And I was thinking to myself... We are not in a nice area. Grace and I need to cough. Talk, okay? I will say <clears> something <throat> right now so okay, Grace can talk. Thank you. We won't cut that out. That was great podcast content. We're in El Paso. It's not the best area of town. And we've left this girl that we're responsible for just in the car by herself. I'm like, we shouldn't do that. So I go out to the car just to, like, to at least see that Bim's alive, right? Mm-hmm. And as I open the door to check on Bim, Grayson, what do I see? But this girl with popcorn crumbs all over her mouth as she has eaten mine, Steven, and Chargill's Cracker Jacks. Okay? And I only say our Cracker Jacks because I don't think you had any. No. Um, but this girl had clearly dug into our stash of Cracker Jacks that she refused to pay for. <laughs> and only ate in secret once we had left the vehicle. Um, Because I remember specifically on the way um, to this gas station in El Paso, right? Mm -hmm. At one point, Steven and I got out the Cracker Jacks, and Bim was like, oh, I love those. And we were willing to put our pettiness aside. We were like, Bim, have some. Like, just have They're they're here. We're not going to eat them. I'll, like, eat some Cracker Jacks. And she's like, no, no, I didn't pay. I don't want to. I didn't pay for it, blah, blah, blah. And so this is kind of the the footing we're on, right? She, She refuses. One, to pay for it, and then two, to eat it when it's offered to her. But she will only then eat it in secret? I don't understand the thinking there. I don't know. And it was comical. It would have been so easy not to get caught if she didn't have popcorn crumbs on her lips. Yeah. (laughs) No, like this... There's really nothing to say. It started out as a joke, because Chargo walked up to the car, too, when I was there, and I said... Bim, are those Cracker Jacks on your lips? And then I looked closer, and Bim didn't say anything. And that's when when I realized, oh, they are, for real. This isn't the joke. She's a thief. It's just... A thief. There's just so many... Bad person. Criminal. ...to it. But it just doesn't make sense. It's Steven behavior. Which is so weird, because Steven engaged in so little Steven behavior this trip. So very little. I don't want to hark on it, but guys, I don't know if you remember the last week's podcast, or if you even talked about it, Chargill brought a whole ass foot bath across the country. Never even used it. And an extra suitcase. That is Steven behavior. Truly To a T. Okay? And Steven was perfectly well behaved so this good. entire time. Okay? Which is so impressive. Just given who he is as a human being. And the company of the trip. And the company of the trip. How do we get backwards? I thought we were at Hans's parents' house. Okay, we got to Hans's parents' house and we played Scrabble and I won because I'm the greatest Scrabble player of all time. And I had such an incredible word. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a little word called uh, Zutrip, which I then expanded into Zutripode. And if you could use Zutrip in a sentence, it would be? Uh, Zutrip is a polymerization of DNA based on RNA receptors. Wow. 
And I have to ask you, Grayson, um, Scrabble mm-hmm. is a game I've not necessarily tried to get you to play in the past, but have gauged your interest with in the past. And it's always been a steadfast, a firm no. I don't want to play Scrabble. Correct. And I've respected those boundaries, despite Scrabble being my favorite board game, you know? Mm-hmm. But here you are. You're two to three, I think three games of Scrabble deep into your Scrabble career three now. Three games of Scrabble. One, two of them. Mm-hmm. Where does this go? I'm done. You're done. You're retiring, not necessarily on top, because Hans did kick he you like, right in the crotch. Yeah. No, he killed the game for me. Oh, man. It's no longer He fun. ruined it, because you realized, oh, man, when I played this for real, it's other so people can boring. beat me. It's no. It's so incredibly boring. No, it's not. It's so fun. What is the point of... Playing Scrabble if I can't spell Zatripoed and Bazinged. But you could spell Bazinged, you know? But I couldn't. I feel like I take the ideal attitude, okay? I'm at a point where if I want to play serious Scrabble, I have company I can do that with. I have my parents, you know? I have Brandy. I have people I can play serious Scrabble with, you know? But if there are people that don't want to play serious Scrabble, I can simply defer to the third party. So, like, if it's me, you... And Chargo playing, if you have a word that is not maybe in the, nest, in, the in the Scrabble dictionary, I can say, Chargo, what say you? Chargo, do you approve that word? Do you approve bazinged? And as long as that third party says yes, I'm also on board. And you just... And you, it works great. It makes for a fantastic game. Until? Until the third party is Hans. And he wants to play a legitimate game. And win. He won. He crushed in a legitimate game. He sabotaged me, JC. Sabotage. At one point, he was totally on board with me playing Thank You. And then when he realized that by playing uh, Quieted, Mm -hmm. he'd be able to play off of it with multiple incredibly high-scoring words, he suddenly withdrew his offer. Snake. Truly. A snake. And this is why he's in Slytherin. It's so goddamn true. Um, but uh, let's, 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 let's get to the next day. Okay. Scrabble, the Scrabble career is over. That, that was the, the point of my question is where does the, the, the future go with Grayson and Scrabble? The answer is nowhere. Yeah, pretty much. Until maybe there's another know, third like party. Charles in town. Yeah. What about Steven? Cause Steven could easily be bullied into saying, yeah, okay. Zixer boat. You know? No, no, I can't do it with Steven. You wouldn't. Well, because the issue with Steven is he could easily be bullied into either so if it is like a three player game of me you steven uh-huh it the only way to win the game is to get steven to side with you <laughs> that's it that's all that can be done it would just not be fun if we would need a fourth person we would we would we can find a fourth person i suppose we could let's play with kelsey let's play with steven's sister truly a great idea i think that would be awesome um but hans's house oh yeah we slept over at hans's family's house his parents were lovely his dad made ribs the previous night and they were wonderful can i just say for a house that is so brightly painted like so many bright colors it is so pleasant okay it shouldn't be like as nice as it is for having yellow and bright blue walls but they're like these nice dull pastel tones that just kind of work you know very nice and they make the place feel cheery yeah it feels very Hans in there except for the part when um we thought all the roads were closed oh yeah that was a little stressful the night before we had to leave to Flagstaff uh, all of our routes there were snowed um 
Every single one. Snowed in? Snowed on? Um, leaving us stranded. Yeah. At Hans's parents. Impassable. Uh-huh. And you and Hans were a little focused on this that night. And we're trying to figure things out. And I was simply of the mindset of, let's figure it out in the morning. We're not leaving till like noon or something the next day, right? There's plenty of time for the roads to figure themselves out. People need to get to work. There'll be salt. This is all true. Mm-hmm. But at least for me, um, I went through Texas not being able to handle like an inch of snow. Mm-hmm. And Flagstaff got something like three or four. Uh-huh. If not more in certain areas. Mm-hmm. And it's Arizona, you know? And I think Hans also had, like, the same idea of, like, how prepared were they yeah. really for this? Turns out really prepared. Wait, no. I have an idea, Grayson. We're almost 45 minutes into this podcast. What if we just pretend, like, we couldn't get the Flagstaff and the trip ended there? And yeah, then that's so the episode around, of Boyle. <laughs> yeah. The, the roads to Flagstaff never opened up. Hans and I looked at, like, four different routes. Uh-huh. They also didn't open up. It was a disaster. An absolute disaster. Um, leaving us stuck in in Phoenix. Um, Bim and Chargill took direct flights home the next day. Steven, you and me... Drove back. Now... Five days later. <laughs> five days. It was a really long drive, It was a guys. treacherous drive, guys. The snow. The snow. You have to understand the yeah. snow. Um, I think what we do, Grayson, is we revisit this topic... The rest of Arizona trip, maybe next episode of Boy Oh Boy, okay? This can be part one, the getting the Flagstaff. Right. Okay? Like, the whole pre. Uh-huh. And next episode, we can get into, like, what the actual trip in Flagstaff. And if we even make it there, who's Which to say? still up in the air. Uh, guys, be on the edge of your seats. Um, so, but I think that might be the way to do it, to split this up, to keep ourselves going to bed at a reasonable time. Because I still have to edit and upload this yes. tonight. Um, technically, the episode should up be up by now. IHOP. And get up for IHOP. Because um, again, guys, I went to sleep at 2 a.m. last night. I woke up at 5. And now we're here. You know? At 12.45 a.m. on January the what? What's today, Grayson? 7th? Technically, yeah. You know, today's the 7th now. So, the day this podcast will go up, this is going to be a very... This might be the most up-to-date episode of the podcast we've ever had. Well, except for the part where we only talked about the first two days of the week that we've just had. We did talk about Steven and hinted at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so... Which, again, could be an episode in and of itself. Before, also, thank you so much to Steven for everything this trip for blowing away all of our wildest expectations for what he is capable of. I feel like We're I'm not speaking. We're never going to see this again. <laughs> That's such little faith you have in this man. I have so much faith in Steven. Steven has only ever surprised me. Yeah? So, by setting expectations low, I am aiming for the highest <laughs> possible thing imaginable, which is for him to blow us away again. I have learned, guys, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but never again will I ever, ever, ever let Steven be someone to guide me with directions while I'm driving. I would sooner pull over my car and find my own directions and ask him for help. And to think that I was originally going to drive down across the country with just him. You know, the company would have been great. 
but the logistical parts of it would have been near impossible. Hey, Steven, is this my exit? If you want it to be. <laughs> Legitimately. <laughs> if you want to. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, I guess. Uh-huh. Maybe. 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 So, Grayson, we'll be back next week, I think, with additional stories, additional updates from the Arizona trip, and maybe whatever else happens in our week, in our life, in the next week or so. It'll probably have to be a very long episode, or we could do a bonus episode. We could do a bonus episode. We could, we could, we could. Um, we'll figure it out, though. We'll see. You know, we got time. So much time. So very much. That's what we thought before this episode. We have so much time Things to will out. finally be back to normal. I will be able to go to your apartment with the sole intention of recording Boy Oh Boy. <laughs> it's been so long. <sighs> Remember when I woke up two hours late? That was a, <laughs> a week ago. That's so horrible. I can't believe I did that. And I coughed into the microphone a second ago. This is all falling apart, Grayson. We, we need to get some rest. Yeah. We need to prepare for grandpa. We need to get this out to the masses as soon as possible. So we'll be back next week with part two. Goodbye, everybody. Adios. Adios.